Praise the Lord, everybody. We are glad to be in the house of the Lord on this New Year's Eve night and celebrating our uh, New Year's Eve service celebration as we have come together once again as we do every year to worship the Lord and thank the Lord for blessing us to uh, come through the year and to also uh, be able to uh, praise Him into the new year. So I'm glad of that uh, that we get that opportunity because a lot of people did not make it through 2023. Uh, every year they do this uh, kind of memoriam of uh, actors and actresses and great authors and all this that passed in 2023. And they did that, and it was just one right after another, after another, after another. I'm glad we are all made it through. Look at somebody and say, I'm glad you made it through. I'm glad you made it through. Amen. And uh, we're going to get the service started tonight. Uh, we have a lot of sick folk uh, that have uh, gotten sick since, uh, since this morning. So we want to continue to pray for all of our requests. And uh, I'll just mention a few of them now. Uh, we still want to remember Aylan Berry and also Terry and, and uh, Tina Griffey. Uh, Chris Justice, Kaylee Justice, Keith Bartley, Jesse Quillen, and uh, I think that uh, uh, we, Justin, uh, I put Justin on there, and some for some reason it took it right back off, uh, Justin Casey, and uh, also I think uh, Sister Pam is not feeling well, so uh, let's remember Sister Pam Bartley. Um, anybody else? Uh, that just like to have the Lord just touch you tonight, just raise your hand. Let's just ask the Lord to do some great things in our life. So good to have everybody from our guests to the home folk. Good to have Brother Jerry and Sister Joy back in the house. Amen. They, man, I tell you, they took family time to the max. They, 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 they uh, didn't understand that uh, we was having service until they went by and saw people leaving the church. And uh, so we're glad they're back in the house. I, I'm glad they're not sick, and I'm glad they're not under the weather, and uh, I'm glad it was just a misunderstanding because uh, I want them to be healthy, and I miss them when they're not in church. Just like everybody else, we miss you when you're not here, and uh, we are looking forward to the Lord just doing some great things through our singing and worship and praise. We got some snacks that we'll be uh, partaking of. Yeah, partaking of. Sister Barb had a big spoon, so they're bound to be something big and good back there. And uh, so uh, we'll be taking a break in between uh, now and New Year's, and we'll be doing a little fellowship, a little laughter and fun and uh, we're going to take some testimonies tonight and just let you tell what the Lord's done. And uh, we're going to uh, talk about our vision for 2024. And um, one of the things that happened that uh, maybe uh, you didn't know, we paid off the, uh, the Pipeful Church was paid off this past year and we just got the <laughs> promissory note stating that we owe nothing else on that building. And thanks, thank the Lord for all of those faithful people that contributed uh, to the pipeful work and uh, all of those that sent in 
uh, money, um, uh, you know, whether it was $16,000, we got $16,000 uh, at one point, and uh, we, we've had people donate uh, money to help buy the heating and cooling, all sorts of things happen, and so now the building is completely paid off. Next Sunday, we're going to have a note shredding uh, service over there. How many members our note shredding service that we had here? It was a great time in celebrating. Look what the Lord has done. So if you want to come and get that feeling again of what it's like to be debt free, come on over next Sunday to Pipeful, and we're going to uh, shred that note, and uh, and it's just going to be a joyous time. We're going to also next Sunday have our communion and foot washing, and so we'll be doing that. Uh, uh, right after Sunday school and also next Sunday at Pikeville we'll be doing that for the 2 o'clock service so uh, get ready for that that's always an examining time it's a time of self-examination making sure that we're who, we're who we say we are doing what we say the Bible says and finding ourselves worthy to partake of that I, I never want to take of anything or partake of anything unworthily I've never tried to take anything that didn't come to me or belong to me. And so I think that we ought to just feel that way about the Lord. So if you feel that way about the Lord tonight, let's give the Lord another great hand. Amen. To all of our video audience out there, thank you for tuning in because uh, we know that some of you could not make it either by distance or sickness, but you're watching tonight. And we appreciate all of our webcast audience. The church in the balcony, been in the balcony for a long time. And uh, we want to go to the Lord in prayer right now. Let's just ask the Lord to do some great things here tonight. Lord, we come before your presence. We thank you for this opportunity that you have given us on this last Sunday of the year, this last day of the year, that we are able to come together to worship you. And thank you, Lord. Lord, for bringing us through 2023. Thank you, Lord, for keeping us safe on the highways. Thank you for giving us what our needs are. Thank you, Lord, for supplying everything that others have needed that we have prayed about. Lord, I pray that you would move in a mighty way here tonight, that you would bless the singing, you would bless the musicians, that you would bless us, Lord, that we would corporately praise you and worship you because, Lord, you are worthy of all praise. We want to lift up our voice with the voice of triumph. Lord, help us in this coming year that as we face our new problems and new challenges that we understand you are the same God. And, Lord, I pray that you would touch each and every one with that vision here tonight as we give you the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen. Let's give a mighty hand clap to the Lord as they lead us in worship.
stand and give a testimony right now of how good God's been to you. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. Anybody else got a testimony? I thank God for bringing us. Just like to thank the Lord for seeing our family through another year. 
and uh, he's going to see us through this year too. Amen. All right. I've got faith that God can do what He says. Amen. Brother McKinney has taught us over the years what a testimony is. And my testimony is that God's kept me through many a trial. He's kept me through many a storm. And I'll never cease to give him the glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sister Shauna. Tanya. Oh, Tanya. I thought you said Sister Shauna. I'm looking for her. Sister Tanya. Thank you, Jesus.
Before they sing, can I say one more short thing? I don't think we need to let this new year go out uh, without giving our pastor and our first lady the, the accolades that they deserve because of the work that they do that even some of us don't know about. Let's give them a standing ovation. They do a wonderful job. Amen. Did you say you had a short word? That's, that's, I'll give me say, that's all that can come from you. I love you, brother. I'm glad we can joke and cut up. And I appreciate you. For anyone who's ever seen the mountain of their sins just disappear. For anyone who's ever felt the hand of heaven reach down through their fear and dry their tears. For any life once empty that now finds itself alive and full of songs, victory songs, then you'll understand the reason for the way the saints of God may carry on. Been reading to the world in my 
anyone who knows the hope that keeps still moving on through troubled days. For anyone who knows they've got a future and a hope beyond the grave. Every life's a different story. How he led us out of darkness into light. There's no way to keep us silent. Every breath's another chance to testify. So if I shout, no, I'm shouting. From a heart that's been washed clean. If I run, no, I'm running. From a past that's been redeemed. Carry on now, my brother. Carry on now, my sister.
he has seen me through, and yes. I'm just so thankful for him. Yes, amen, amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. I tell you, when every test comes back good, you got to give him glory. Amen. When everything works out and the Lord comes through, you know, we, we sing, sing a song sometimes way back and says, Picture Moses at the Red Sea shore. Pharaoh knows he can't run no more. Well, the water's way too deep and wide. They can't swim and they can't hide. Though he was just a man, Moses raised his hands and the Lord came through. He always does with his power and with his love. Now you may shake your head, but you know it's true. When there was no other way, the Lord came through. Well, those stories gathered dust up on my shelf till I fell into a trap I made myself. Was struggling, only brought me pain. But I knew that I could never break those chains. But the Lord came through. He always does with his power and with his love. Well, you may shake your head, but you know it's true. When there was no other way, the Lord came through. Well, the Lord came through. He always does with his power and with his love. You may shake your head, but you know it's true. When there was no other way, the Lord came through. Let's give the Lord a mighty hand. Amen. Anybody else got a testimony? Sister Joy. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We love Sister Joy and Brother Jerry. I won't look back. I won't go back to the way it used to be before your presence came and changed me. Oh, I won't go back. I can't go back to the way it used to be. Before your presence came and saved me. Oh, I won't go back. I can't go back to the way it used to be. Before your presence came and saved me. We can't go back, can we? There's no going back. We studied it today at Pipeful. When the Lord removed from the front of children of Israel, when they was getting ready to cross the Red Sea, the pillar and, and the cloud by day and fire by night moved behind them. And when it moved behind them, it was darkness to the enemy. We can't go back. There's no, no way of even seeing how to retreat. 
I, th I think that some of us ought to realize there is no retreat in serving the Lord. You can't find your way back to where you were. I know people backslide, and you know what? When people backslide, they try to pick up where they left off, and they don't fit in. They don't fit in the world. They don't fit in the church. They don't fit in anything, and they try to go back, but there's nothing but darkness, so you can't go back. You can't find your way back to Egypt because it's darkness, and all you got to do is look forward, and 2024 is our forward, and we're going to look forward because the light... The glorious light of the Lord Jesus Christ is shining the way for us to keep running a race. Amen, amen. Anybody else got a testimony? All right, yes, amen. God is a healer. Intervention. Man, he will, he will have an intervention. He'll set us down and stop us in our tracks and say, we're going to have an intervention on this. You know, some people have interventions for family members when they go off the deep end and they say, we're going to sit down, we're going to get you off of this, we're going to straighten your life out. Well, the Lord sometimes does that to us. He sets us down and stops us. We're running a race and thinking we're doing good and all of a sudden come to a screeching halt and he says, we're going to have an intervention. And I'm going to tell you how it's going to happen. I'm going to heal you. And it's not going to be the doctors. It's not going to be the lawyers. It's not going to be anything in the world. It's going to be the Lord. And the Lord says, I'm going to show you how it's going to happen. And I believe that he has shown this church many times how that he will come through if we will just trust him. I know of healings that's taken place. We've heard of healings here tonight. We know miracles still happen. We know that people still get in the Holy Ghost. And people are still finding their path with God. I thank the Lord for everybody that, that came to Cornerstone uh, this past year and, and started calling this your home church because you were on a journey and you were trying to find your way and the Lord just began to shine a light. It might have been in the face of Sister Leah, uh, Sister Tito. It might have been in the face of, of your mama when many years ago she decided, I got to get my kids where they can be saved. I got to get them where they can grow up and love the Lord and it might have been in the face of some of your parents or some of your kinfolk but you know what the Lord shined a light and he let you come uh, hallelujah and be a part uh, of the move of God that has happened here and I'm brother brother Dove I'm glad the Lord shined a light and let you come uh, and be a part of this church uh, the Lord is opening up uh, he's opening up a light uh, that's going to show us the path uh, in the wilderness there's no street lights. In the wilderness, there's no spotlights. There's no flashlights. But the Lord became their light. And as long as we follow him, everything's going to be all right. Somebody give a hand clap unto their Lord. 
Anybody else? Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. Amen. That's right. That's right. Amen. Yes. Right. Yes. Amen, amen. Aren't you glad? I did a commercial for, um, for my dentist. He asked me if I would do one, and I said, sure. And uh, in the commercial, he wanted to stress the point that I drive two hours to go to him. Now, yes, there's dentists in Pipeful, but I would probably be toothless right now because they were not addressing the problem I was having. And uh, all the enamel on my teeth was gone because I ate a lot of lemons and salt. Don't eat lemons and salt. It'll, it'll, you'll pay in the long run and dearly. And uh, so he wanted to have in that commercial that the, the two-hour drive was the point. Uh, not that there's people in Charleston that would come to him, and they do. Uh, but he says some drive as far as two and three hours to get to him. Now, he doesn't say that braggingly. He says that because they know they can trust me. Now, I want to say this. No matter what uh, you know, minutes you drive or how long you go, a church alive is worth the drive. And, and to find a place, to find a place 
that is willing to stand for godliness, willing to stand for the word, and willing to teach your children, and take your children on every trip we can get them, whether it's revival or a youth event. And by the way, KYC's coming up in February, I think it is, so we got that coming up. Uh, taking your kids, trying to get them involved so that they will love the Lord just as much as you do. I don't know of any other church, and I'm not saying this brag, bra, is it braggadociously? Is that one of them big words? I wanted to use at least one big word tonight. <laughs> braggadociously, that's in Richard's dictionary. But well, I don't want to sound that way, but I do want you to understand that, uh, you know, I don't believe there's any other church does what we do I have not found one I have not found one and I ask, I ask people oh we have car washes, we have hot dog sales, we, we have uh, rummage sales and we go out and stand at intersections and we do this and I'm thinking okay we don't do that here you know why? We love our kids enough to supply the way to get there, pay for their way, put them in the finest hotel that is available. We do it for men's conference, women's conference, kids' conference. We do it, and I don't think any other church does that. And I don't say that braggadociously, uh, but I do say it sincerely that you are in a place like none other. And you are in a place that will never be matched by anything in this community or surrounding area. You are in a place that is unparalleled. And the biggest reason is because the presence of the Lord is with us. Amen. The presence of the Lord is with us. Give me the key to that little course that uh, says... Uh, my past erased. Amen. That's going to probably be in B minor. If you ain't learned by now, you ain't important because you don't need to quote your Bible again. Go ahead. I'm, I'm trying to build you up.
Amen, amen. Let's give the Lord a mighty hand. another testimony yes okay sister Barb you have to come up here too Seven years old. Two or three heart attacks. Don't take me off of work. We're supposed to be dead now, but seventy-nine years old and I'm still here. I thank him every day. Let's give the Lord a mighty hand. 79 years old and will outweed eat any of you all. Outrun copperheads. He can do it all, man, I'm telling you. I'll, I'll come up sometimes and I come in the cool of the building and I'm going to do something cool in here, you know. He's out there sweating and I'll look at him. I roll down the window and I'll say, you doing Okay. 
Yeah, I'm about done, he said. And sweat just to pouring, his clothes soaking wet. And that's when he was 78, 77, 76, 75. So that's why some of you young people, I'm talking to some of you young men, you're going to have to step it up in 2024. Heart attacks, other health issues that he's had. But he keeps working and keeps doing and keeps going and the Lord keeps blessing. But this summer, I'm expecting at least two, maybe three, young men to step up and show up every time because we mow grass every week, we trim every week, we do everything right, we blow off the, the parking lot to show up and help out, right? Everybody better say amen. This ain't no free bus ride. Amen. Uh, you don't you don't show up and get on the bus and say, "Take me to Detroit." And they say, "Well, that'll be $75.75." You say, "No, I want to ride for free." They're going to look at you and say, "Nope." So this ain't a free ride. All of us have a job to do. Young men, you need to do young men things. Young ladies, you need to do young ladies things. Just show up and help clean the church one day. Show up and wipe a door down. Don't just do it anyway. Just say, "I done it." Let Sister, uh, Sister Amazing Gracie or, or Sister Emily show you how to clean a door. Right? Because you don't want to streak it. You don't want when the sun shines through, it looks like somebody like Kayla's been laying drywall. I mean, did, I didn't say that out loud. Surely I didn't. Uh, <laughs> but uh, step up and help out. Uh, our, our folks are getting older that's doing these jobs, and uh, they're not going to be able to continue to do them forever. I don't want to come up one day and see Jerry laying beside the creek. He, he wrecked a lawnmower one time in the creek. I don't want to see him laying beside the creek and then have to go to him and him dead, overheated, another heart attack because he was out here trying to make this place beautiful. Or when people come to church, they got a good place to come. That's why we clean the church. That's why we do things. We want it to be presentable. Nobody wants to come and sit in filth. Nobody wants to come and sit in dirt and just have uh, uh, grass growed up and bushes untrimmed and all those things. And, and, and when we get ready to do the building, wash the building down, we're going to call a building washing day and have a washing party. But Sister Barb, come up here. Yeah, you do. Um, I get to at least embarrass you two times on Sundays. This is Sunday. Okay. Mother, may I? I know he thinks I'm silly, and I know he thinks I'm loud, but I'm not all the time, and I never, I didn't used to be. But let me tell you, other than the fact about seeing me through this year with losing my mom, I've got three wonderful testimonies right here in this building. One of them sitting right back there behind Sister Debbie. One of them sitting right back there beside of Sister Sabrina. 
And one of them sitting right over there with Steph. And I am so thankful for every one of them. Go way back when with, no, with Nicole. Long time ago. Because, see, I've been around a while. He keeps pointing that out, you know. And she's not nearly as old as I am, but her mommy is. She's one that come up. She learned it strict. If you, if people used to say, if you could go to church under Briar Ratliff, you could make it to heaven. Because I'm telling you, he just about take the hide off of you. But you know what? It made us strong. We didn't realize it at the time, but it gave us what we needed. And I'm so thankful for all three of them. So good to me. God has been better to me than anybody. I don't want to let him down now. I don't want to get old. I can't help it. I can't. I told him when I die, I don't put. I don't want to put this big long stuff. You know, put up pictures. You know, riding four wheelers and side by sides and doing childish things. I don't. You know, it's it's amazing to me when I say how old I am. Yeah, seventy-two years old. My mind's not that old, but I guess you could tell that. That's enough. Now, well, now, I tell you, um, you know, um, she she was talking about <laughs> she she don't want to on her headstone that she was old, uh, just her expiration date come up. Everybody has an expiration date. You get a gallon of milk, it's got an expiration date. You get orange juice, it's got an expiration. Even soda pop. Does anybody remember? Coca-Cola or RC Cola having an a, 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 a expiration date when we grew up? No. no. No such thing. I don't know what happened, but everything's got an expiration date. And so uh, I don't want to uh, I don't want to uh, talk about expiration dates except that this year is expiring. And it is after 10 o'clock. But we're going to give some more time after we have a little food and fellowship because after all, didn't we come for some baloney sandwiches and, uh, and all of that and some fellowship, amen? So uh, I want to pray over the food and then we're going to be dismissed. We're going to stay in the dining room until about 10, 1040, uh, 1045 and then we'll come back in. And so uh, we'll take our time and just have a good time. Let's pray over the food. Lord, we thank you for the food that we're about to receive today. We ask, Lord, that you would bless it as nourishment to our bodies. Bless the hands that prepared it, bought it, brought it. And, Lord, we're going to give you the praise in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen, amen. You're dismissed to the back.
God, everybody have enough to eat? Who didn't? Half, half the church didn't say, yeah. Everybody have enough to eat? Yeah. All right. Um, we want to have a special word of prayer uh, for uh, Taylor. This is um, Brother Jim's niece, and uh, she's had a lot of setbacks that's happened here lately, and uh, we want to just have special prayer. So we're going to do that quickly right now, and we're going to ask the Lord to move in a mighty way. We're going to ask Brother Jim to come. We're going to anoint him with oil, ask our ministers to come and pray, and uh, ask all the church to stand and pray with us that uh, the Lord will just move in a mighty way. This young lady needs a miracle, and if God don't work a miracle, she's not going to pull through. And so we're going to believe that God's going to do what he says he's going to do. Jesus, in your mighty name, we anoint this, our brother and your child, as he stands instead of his niece. I pray, Lord, that right now that you will just reach down, show your power, show your ability. Let a miracle happen, Lord, in her life. Let this last day of the year be a miracle for Taylor. I pray, Lord, that you would just bless the faith that is displayed in this house today. I pray, Lord, that you would get the glory and the honor. And, Lord, I praise you and thank you. And, Lord... We're going to trust that you're going to do everything you have said. Your word is true. And, Lord, we believe what you have said. And, Lord, we're going to agree that you're going to touch in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Let's give the Lord a mighty hand. Come on, let's all give the Lord a mighty hand. Oh, Jesus, you are good. You are great. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, we have just a few minutes that we uh, have until we have a new year that is come upon us, and uh, we're going to not uh, patty cake with Jesus at the 12 o'clock hour, we're going to shout and praise the Lord and lift our voices. I want this to be the noisiest place in Phelps, above the fireworks. You know there's millions of people right now that are bowing down to a carnal ball that is dropping. And they've been there. They, they, they use the bathroom on themselves in the streets and everything else so they can be right there where it happens. But I'm here to tell you there's something greater happening in this house tonight than what is happening in Times Square in New York City. It's been a long time, a many a year before I have seen or since I have seen the ball drop in, in real time. Of course, I see the reruns. I see the YouTube videos and all that. But it's been uh, at least 26 years, if not longer, that uh, I have actually seen it drop. But I want you to know, I, my mind is not on New York City and my mind is not on some other city in America that's going to celebrate when the New year clicks in. My mind is on Jesus and I believe that if our mind is on Jesus at the end of this year, it'll be on our mind at the beginning of the next year and I believe that what we're doing tonight being in the house of the Lord will be what we will desire to be next year. I want us to make a confession to the Lord that we're going to be in as many services as we can this coming year because you're going to need to 
the strength of the Holy Ghost. You're going to need the strength of God's word. The world is getting worse, and if you're not strong, you're going to be eaten up by the things going on in the world. But I'm here to tell you tonight, it may be a new year coming, but it's the same God that sits on the throne. It's the same God that brought you out of sin. It's the same God that blessed your children. It's the same God that's blessed your spouse. It's the same God. It's just a new year. Amen. So with that said and done, there's a lot of things coming this year that we are in a war. Not a, We're in a spiritual war, but we're in a natural war. Uh, Hamas is not going to stop at the borders of Israel. It's already been said for Americans. Right now, even in Times Square, police have beefed up their patrol because they think something's going to happen. Don't be surprised if you go home and on the news you hear that there was a bombing, there was a shooting, there was a killing. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised when it comes to Pipeful Walmart. Don't be surprised when it comes to South Williamson, New Food City. Don't be surprised when it's Phelps High School. Don't be surprised when it's Grundy. Don't be surprised when it's Hurley. Don't be surprised when it's in your town, your city, or wherever you live. Because I'm telling you, the world is going very quickly in the way of destruction. Don't let it shake you. Don't let your faith be shaken. Don't get wrapped up in something that's going to turn you away from God. But you better hang on to the Lord. And you better say, God, I need you more in 20 than I never needed you before. Somebody ought to let that be the slogan of your home and of your heart. I need you more in 24. I need you more in 24. Could somebody shout that with me and let's just get rid of some of the calories that we've had. We got to say I want more in 24. Because after all, if we don't have Jesus, we have nothing. Somebody was talking about something the other day, and they said, well, that person has everything they ever wanted, right? And I said, everything but God. You can have everything you ever wanted in life, but if you ain't got God, you got nothing. I want to have more in 24, more of God more blessings. I want to have more revival. I want, this is my vision for this church. I want you to know I'm not looking to close the doors, shut down, sell out, and just walk away. I'm looking for more to happen in 24 than happen in 23. I'm looking for somebody that's going to get on board with me and say, I want to go out and witness. I'll bring kids to Sunday school. I'll bring some kids to youth service. I'll do something to help the church grow. I will build. I will expand. I will do whatever I got to do to help this church reach the lost at any cost. Oh, somebody help me preach just for a moment. We got to understand that if we don't have a vision, the people perish and the people that will perish will be your family and my family and the families of this community. Somebody ought to shout, God, don't let me fail you. God, don't let me fail you. God, don't let me fail you in 24. Don't let me fall short. Don't let me fall short. 
and 24. Don't let me let down in 24. Don't let me be so distracted by riches and wealth and fame and all the things that this world has to offer. And I'm, I'm so wrapped up in it that I ain't got time for you, God. I ain't got time to pray. I ain't got time to go to church. No, in 24, we ought to be set inside overtime. We ought to be set aside traveling. We ought to be setting aside some things that we put aside and said we want to do. It's on our bucket list. We ought to put it aside and say, no, I need to be in the house of the Lord. My family depends on it. My family depends on it. Without that, without that dedication, families will perish. If you did not get to testify, and remember what a testimony is. I should have prefaced it. But remember what a testimony is. A testimony is not what bugs you. A testimony is what God has done for you. A testimony ain't woe is me, it's hallelujah to the Lamb. A testimony is talking about how good he's been to you this past year and how that he's blessed you when nobody cared about you. He's provided for you when you had nothing. And when you needed something, he always came through at the last moment and gave it to you. So does anybody else have a testimony right now? Hallelujah. All right, since nobody else has a. Amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord another mighty hand clap. I'm glad for deliverance. I'm glad for healing. I'm glad to know that miracles happen. But I'm glad that people just simply love Jesus. You received no miracle. You received no healing. You didn't get any a raise at work. And nothing new came under the tree to you this year. But you just love Jesus. If you are one of those people, would you just give a mighty hand clap unto the Lord? Hallelujah. God is so good. We have started our countdown, and we are going to get down to the last 10 seconds, and we will be uh, naming those off and calling those off. But uh, my vision for this coming year is that everybody that's in church will stay in church. My vision for this year is that people that have been that have been thinking about coming to church, come to church. 
and my vision for this church this coming year is all the stumbling blocks be removed. If it's family, friends, co-workers, let them be moved out of your life because you need Jesus. You need Jesus. So that's my vision for this year, this coming year. I would love to see our gymnasium started and built. I would love to see expansion in that area. I would love to see that happen five years ago, but it's still not to fruition. But I would like to see that happen soon. That's going to take dedication. It's going to take finance. It's going to take a lot of, a lot of uh, praying and, uh, and understanding that the Lord is, is able, but he's got to have some able-bodied people to do it. And um, with that said, I want to see our youth grow. I want our Sunday school to double this year. I want our youth service to double this year. I want our congregation to double this year. Now, it gets a little weaker amens as you go on because you realize somebody's got to go out and do some stuff. Somebody's got to invite. Somebody's got to bring. You've got to haul them to church even if it's in your own vehicle. You've got to bring some kids even when they've got snotty nose and a bad attitude. You still got to bring them. They're somebody's kid. There's, they're a soul that needs to be saved. So we got a lot of work to do. And my, my desire is to see every department double. And if we can see that happen this time next year, this place is going to be packed out. And we're going to have to set out chairs just to get enough room for people to sit in. Amen. And uh, wouldn't that be a great thing to talk about this time next year? Amen. Amen. We have uh, many things that we're going to see happen this year in revivals, and uh, we're going to take our youth to some things. In fact, Friday night, uh, some young people's going to be going to Louisa to the rally, Friday night rally. So uh, if your child wants to go, uh, get up with Brother Caleb DeBarge, and he will give you details. Remember, if you ride the van, you have to have a paper sign. Please listen and, and understand this. It's not because we're sticklers. It's not because we want to control your kid or you. Our insurance company says if we get involved in an accident and we don't have the proper paperwork, this church is done. Not just ruined a little bit or hurt a little bit. No, we run, we're done because the lawsuit will take us out. So if you don't, think signing these papers and waivers and uh, van slips and all that's important, then you don't understand the business side of the church. It's not our country church anymore beside the road and we just do as we please and people just have to leave us alone. We're living in a world that's just waiting to sue, waiting to get money, waiting to, to do something like that. So with that said, I want us to always remember, you got to have your paperwork signed. This Friday, they'll be going to get with Brother Caleb. we got about 50 seconds. That uh, is less than a minute before this year of 2023. It's now in the history books. It's going to be your past. I want you to say one thing with me. My past is my past. I'm not bringing anything, hard feelings, hurt feelings, no feelings, feelings from the dentist. I'm not bringing any of that into 2024. I'm just going to let everything in 2023 stay in 23. No attitudes, 
No hardships, no hard feelings against people. It's staying. Everybody stand. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Happy New Year. Let's praise the Lord.
what your vision is for your family for this year, coming year, but I pray that it's to see them saved. I want to see backsliders come back home. I want to see people give their life back to Jesus. Anybody else with me on that? Uh, you know that people say a silent church is a dead church. So we got to be vocal and let the devil know we're alive. Let the world that's watching through that lens up there know we ain't just coming and putting in our time eating and then going home. But we are letting them know that we are alive. The church of the Lord Jesus Christ is alive and well. There is nothing dead about it. There's nothing dead about it. I'm not coming to a dead church and hanging out with dead people. If I wanted to do that, I'd go to the graveyard. But I'm here with some live people. And I believe you've got a desire to do something living while you're living for the Lord. Somebody give another praise unto our God. Hallelujah. You are now farther into this year than you have ever been. <laughs> Speaking some wisdom to you. You are farther than you've ever been. You're, you're going where no man has ever been. This ain't Star Trek. But you're now about, oh, six, seven minutes into 2024. Thinking about that as we dismiss tonight, I want you to come on Wednesday, and I want you to be ready to praise the Lord. You may have a long day at work. You may have a have a be wore out from housework, shopping, and doing other things. But when we come through those doors, my challenge to all of us is we come through those doors with praise on our lips. We come through those doors lifting up the only name that's worthy of being lifted up. And when we come through those doors in that manner, we're going to make a little noise unto our God because we want the devil to know he ain't got us. He ain't going to defeat us in the first two or three days of 2024. He's not going to take us out the first Sunday in 2024. We're going to keep on praising the Lord and keep on lifting up the name. Come on and lift up the name. Lift up the name. Raise that banner high, high as we proclaim. He is King of kings. He is Lord of lords. Oh, I'm glad I know him. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you for being here tonight and worshiping the Lord with us. All of those who have watched by way of webcast, thank you for being a part of our web ministry. Our web ministry not always runs smooth and not always broadcasts. So that's not the way to come to church. Here's the way you come to church. But I do know this. I do know this. We have people out in California, Nevada. We have people in South America. We have people in uh, Asia that watch this broadcast and this services all the time. So that lets me know that that works. That's the greatest evangelistic tool that we have right here at Cornerstone. It's not supporting some minister who is maybe in the Philippines. Right there is the most important evangelistic tool we got. And that is because it reaches way more people for free 
almost free. You got to pay a fee to have internet, but almost free. It reaches more people per dollar than any other investment we have. Amen. So never underestimate what goes on through that lens right there because uh, we have seen people get baptized. We've seen backsliders come home, and we've seen a lot of great things happen. So I thank the Lord for that. I'm going to ask my wife to come and address the church on this first day of 2024. And uh, so uh, we're going to give Sister McKinney a great hand. And once again, I'm unprepared because I, I didn't volunteer to testify, but I, I always have something good to say about the Lord. I think about the favor that he has shown me from the time that I was a little girl. Uh, my mom was not a Christian. My dad was not a Christian when I was growing up. But she made sure that we went to Sunday school every Sunday for those critical years, you know, when we were just young children up till we were teenagers. And she did that. She was faithful to make sure that we did that. I thank the Lord for that. There are family members that um, look at my mom's three children. And, you know, we've, we've turned out pretty good, pretty good moral people. And um, not all of our family members have turned out that way. And they would ask my mom, how did you do that, that you have three children who, who work and they are good church-going people. How, how did that happen? And she said, while you all were at the bars and you were letting babysitters take care of your children, I had my children in church. And I thank the Lord that he put a desire in a sinner woman's heart to make sure that her children were in church. And for Christians who don't want their children in church, shame on you. Shame on you. Because when a sinner woman knew the importance of her children being raised in church, I just thank God for it. And I know that was his favor. I think about when we first married. Um, Richard got laid off work. I was pregnant with Leela. I was 18 years old. He was 20. He was getting ready to turn 20. Um, didn't have any income because he'd gotten laid off and he hadn't worked long enough to draw unemployment. And my mom talked us into going over to Pikeville and signing up for food stamps. We didn't know what we were doing, but we went over. And I was probably a day or two from my due date of having Leela. And we signed up for food stamps. We qualified for them. And the woman said, honey, what are you going to do about that baby? Do you have insurance to pay for that baby? And uh, we just looked at each other and we said no. And she said, what do you think you're going to do? How are you going to pay for that? Well, we weren't Christians. We didn't know how we were going to pay for it because we couldn't look at her and say, well, God's going to take care of that because we didn't know to do that. She said, you get yourself upstairs and you, you get this card. It'll pay for your baby. The favor of God was upon us even when we were not serving him. And that was taken care of. We were too young and naive to know that that was the favor of God. But when I look back over all the things that have happened in our lives, I see the favor of God, that he had a plan for us. Even when we didn't know what that plan was, he knew that one day we would have a testimony for others, that God will work in situations when you put your faith and your trust in him. And when you bring your children to church, you will reap a harvest. It may take 40 years to see that, but you will reap a harvest from it. So make sure that you've got those children in church every time that you can even when they don't behave like you want them to when they're here, they will never learn to behave if you don't bring them. So bring them. And I love the Lord. I thank him for each and every one of you.
Amen. Let's give the Lord and Sister McKinney a great hand. Amen. Brother Caleb, come and address the congregation of 2024. Amen. You can run. You're young. Whenever he said, uh, I can run, whenever he said, I can run, that was his way of saying to run. So I'm learning, picking it up. The Lord has been faithful. Doesn't matter who I'm talking to, doesn't matter what I'm talking about. I can always start a conversation with those few words, and it'd be accurate, it'd be true. And that person, whether they realize it or recognize it or acknowledge it or not, they can say the same thing in return. The Lord has been faithful. To me, someone that was raised in church, someone that knew truth, my parents taught me every chance they had, trust in the Lord. Have you prayed about it? I grew up hating that. <laughs> Being as spiritual as I am, I grew up, I'd bring a problem to my dad or bring a problem to my mom and, and be complaining, complaining about it, and they asked, well, have you prayed about it? Well, you already know the answer to that. Of course, I'd have to bring it to the Lord in prayer. And imagine that, imagine that when you know it. He always found a way to take care of it. Trust in the Lord. He's faithful. Trust in the Lord. He's faithful. You have marital problems. Trust in the Lord. He's faithful. You have financial problems. Trust in the Lord. He's faithful. You have addiction problems. Trust in the Lord. He's faithful. Doesn't matter your age. Doesn't matter where you stand in this world today. If the Lord stands behind you, you will make it. For the Lord is faithful. Let's give the Lord a mighty hand clap, Brother Caleb. Thank you. Brother Dwayne, greet the congregation 2024 this year. First Amen. Time. My first time preaching to this congregation this year. Amen. He says I'm always short, so you're in for the long haul now. I got the mic, brother. Amen. <laughs> I want to thank God for everything he's done for me, for my family, my wife, and my daughters, my new son back there. I don't take it for granted that they're in church. I pray for them every day. Job said he prayed just perhaps that his family might sin or perhaps that his family might be under attack. And I want to pray for each and every one of you. You are my family too. Amen. And you all pray for us. Pray for Brother McKinney and Sister McKinney, Brother Caleb, Sister DeBarge. Pray for each and every one of us. That sounds good, don't it, Sister DeBarge? Pray for me and my wife because, you know, we're no different than you all. We're under attack too. And we want to we wanna do what God would have us to do. And you all just pray that God would lead us and guide us, amen, in the right direction. Because I, I want to do more, like Brother McKinney said, in 24 for the Lord. Amen. I think that would look good on the back of our men's shirts, don't you? Amen. We just, we, just, uh, we just may have to put in an order and get more than 24. More than 24. Um, to this congregation, you are the greatest people on earth. I, I don't say that lightly, and I don't give that those accolades to very many people. But I will tell you this, I visit a lot of churches, I go a lot of places, and I do not see what I see here.
Churches are becoming more so much like the world. I can't tell the difference. I have to really go outside and look at a church sign to make sure I'm sitting in a church. Some of the places I visit. But I will tell you this. I appreciate your stand for God. I know that you could live any way you wanted to. And there's not a thing I can do about it but just kick you off the platform. That's, that's my only authority I got is to say you can't get on the platform. But you choose to live it in a pew. And not many people do that. Thank you for being faithful to God in all areas of your life. Amen. Well, with that said, I do want to warn you, there's probably a policeman that will be sitting down the road and have his blue lights on, maybe a couple car loads, and they're going to check license, and they're going to make sure that everybody's not drunk, as you suppose, and all these things. So uh, when they stop, be very nice to them and uh, answer their questions, yes, sir, no, sir. And if they ask where you've been, tell them you've been to Cornerstone Apostolic Church, and we've been celebrating the new year. And ask, and they'll probably look at you. I remember I stopped one time, and uh, the policeman was somebody my wife taught in, in school, in junior high. And uh, he, he looked at me, and he looked at my license. He went back to the back, and he handed my license back to him. He said, go on. Like that. And I said, wait a minute. You mean tell me you're going to let me go? He, he looked bum-fuzzled. I don't know what bum-fuzzled means, but he looked that way. He looked that way, and, and, he, and I said, you know this woman over here? Simon, he bent down, he went, yeah, she made me the man I am today. She taught me how to read the importance of understanding reading and uh, writing. And now he is the communications director for the Kentucky State Police of post number nine. Isn't that great that somebody that came through school ended up being, oh, I respect our police. I hope they pull every thief over and arrest them. I resp I'm not defunding our police. I'm going to fund them. Amen. And if they get me, it was just my time to be rode up. But be careful when you <laughs> be careful when you go, because um, they probably will be checking. Uh, there will be deers that are running for their life because the snow is trying to uh, work its way into our area tonight. And uh, a little bit of rain, so the roads will be a little bit wet. You know how that is in East Kentucky. A little bit of water, a little bit of oil makes for a slippery drive home. So just be aware of that because we're going to let you go. And, uh, and you now can say, I was in the first service in 2024. Let's, let's keep up that record. Let's don't miss any in 2024. And God bless you. God loves you. We love you. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. Shake somebody's hand. Tell them you love them.